Hey. Good evening. How are you? So I was in deep thought because this prepare, just be ready. This one is tied to such a, a global issue. And so I came out here to just chill outside and like, you know, focus my mind because there was something that I, I, I feel like I had to say. So this song just pulled me in deep and I like started thinking about at first I was like, you know, like seriously fuck Trump and fuck everything else. And although I like really believe that, um, I was like saying Trump supporters. And then I was like, I can't believe I'm in a reality where I'm calling someone something. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's almost surreal to have a name, like a modern name for this faction of people that are just so out of touch with morality in a sense no morality and i was going down like all the characteristics you know they don't relate to our experiences so they don't care to understand it they only care about what benefits them out of the situation rather than what needs to benefit everyone that's struggling not only that but struggling because of all of the systems in place that put us in these situations where to to them we're always bringing up an issue but for us we're always like triggered in a moment because it's like this is a blatant show of the disrespect you give me as a human and you don't even want to stop to recognize that and then i started thinking of all of the different people that are struggling so what would be considered our side of things and I started thinking about how it reflected personally. So Assyrians and like a lot of Arab Americans and, you know, like Muslim Americans, every kind of like Middle Eastern type of minority. A lot of like my family members don't work hard to understand anything different from what they are accepting of. And a lot of it can tie from religion or it can tie into, well, most of it's derivative of religion, but then it's like they also, you know, plain and simple, have a level of privilege. So any deviation from that is much aligned with the far right. And that affects me personally because I am a trans woman and before that was a gay man. And then before that, an effeminate black sheep. And before that, a divorcee kid. And then all of the issues with that. And so growing up, and like even now, I have so many family members who are likely Trump supporters. Or at least that's what I'm expecting by how they disrespect me as a human being and don't acknowledge it. Which is how a lot of the world, thankfully not the, not the people that I surround myself with because I do deserve a life and deserve a supportive environment because I deserve to live. So when I receive the same disrespect elsewhere and then I also receive it at home, I'm just sitting here like, okay, I have family members who are literally going to vote against me in my existence and the existence of others because there is also like severe racism, sexism, sexism, and it kind of just boiled down to the fact that in this time, 
I think we've tried so much aggression in response. And I hate to admit it because what, what other choice do we have than to forcefully fight for who we are as people? And I fall into those traps too when I'm like trying to advocate or like trying to communicate with people who don't see it the way that we see it as people who see the adversity and collectively are traumatized by it. At what point, how do you communicate with someone who doesn't agree with your existence? It's the sheer disrespect. And it makes me think, what other ways could we go about this to to make people understand that like your greed, your supremacy, your perceived importance in the world can overstep someone else? So how do you communicate with that? Being so fed up, it's really easy to be angry. So I don't know, if you are someone who stumbles on this that is a Trump supporter or an identified conservative in the modern sense of how we see it, everything and experience everything, because, you know, I want to respect you. I don't want to hate you. I want both of us to appreciate each other's existence for what it is, for the differences which trails me into like examples of that, where we look at it from a religious aspect and how one side is interpreting it over the other or not at all because of the supremacy of religion. You know, there is a definite way that they're looking at that text, which is like, Every religion has its own text, and it, the, the consensus of how they interpret it is a very, it's untruthful, because when you look at it, it's written in subjectivity. It can be interpreted in any which way. So when you don't factor in the, the fact of like human impact on things throughout history, you're going to have different interpretations, and then it it gets it's like playing historical telephone with that to rise above that and to maintain spirituality you have to accept that like it's written in a way for the open-ended question of morality of where it sits and how that manifests in history it's written to be learned and you know, to grow from and so if we're gonna reach a higher sense of self where we can rise above it and maintain the spiritual connection that you have with whatever is unknown. You have to be willing to evolve it. And also it, it's written so it is already evolved. Like the whole point, you wanna say like, God makes everything right in his image. Well, we don't have an image of God. So his image in a tangible sense is nature. God gifts you variation and evolution. Come on now. Like if you wanna look at it spiritually, the unknown energy that rules everything, that's a gift. Every variation of human, of the human experience of, of life, that should be welcomed. Should be like, holy crap, cool, hi. This is, all, this is new to me, but like, cool, awesome. Every, there's finally variation in the world where we can like collectively just enrich each other. That's, that should be the excitement for life and because we're so stuck in these systems of oppression and this back and forth like we honestly I'm living proof of being more aware and like accepting of that reality of that fact that 
hey, like the world is different than you and this is what you have to deal with. So if you stumble on this and you don't see it that way or think that things are so immoral or things that are more important than what hurts so many people, you gotta put value to, to life, you know, to, to, to things that are different from you. They don't always, they won't, they won't always make sense. It's not meant to, if it were that easy, come on now, but it's not. That's experiencing life and how you accept what you want, what many may say God gives you and rely on that, that notion to always have faith in something and you'll be rewarded. Well, that is how God is rewarding you, giving you new parts of life to you how to say like this is kind of a message to trump supporters to supporters of anything that like aligns itself to trump we all know that you are going through stuff too we're all aware we're all sitting at this table like hey we get it but this is how we're making the best of it while advocating and fighting against it and fighting in the diplomatic ways even we're trying to be at least or that's ex expectation of us but then it's not given back Life is different. We're all dealing with like mental illnesses, honestly. And by mental illnesses, I mean like byproducts of like home life and like what the system even does to you that you're not realizing. This doesn't just affect us, yo, this affects you. Do you know what you're doing? Are you aware? This hurts you too. And we want to care about you. We want to care about you. None of us don't want to. If I saw you without your affiliations and had no idea where your alignment was to any of this, if I saw you almost get hit by a car, I will run out and try and save you. And that goes for everyone. But it doesn't go that way for you. And if it does, it's almost like it has to happen for you to like see us as a human first and in a very dramatic way so that it makes you question as it would as an event like that would make any human being question. Maybe then we would have a chill conversation after you saved my life and then you'd see me as a human being. But I'm already before that step. Oh, everyone else is before that step. It takes exemplifying it for you. Even then, there are people who just don't even care about the value of our life, and blatantly so. And those are the dangerous people. When someone doesn't value life on a basic instinct of safety, that is a dangerous individual. And that's what some have chosen to be. So if you're even okay with someone like that, being involved in politics, <laughs> no less. <sighs> you got to think about what you're benefiting to compensate that in your mind. And that goes for everything, man. We can't all fit your mold because we're not meant to. We're just not meant to because we can't and we physically can't. Our focus is on preserving life and enriching it and loving it. And your focus is on experiencing it in the ways that you think you need to. <laughs> so overruling consequences that come to us from that that should matter to you that should that should really be not ethical to you 
because it's that it's unethical for us to do that too to you I say us I mean me and people you'd consider more often than not consider leftists do you think we want Biden no we all you guys know who we wanted you guys know who we wanted or you we you know that we at least had some solid solid options to really make life better for all of us oh man this goes back to like it hurts you too but if you're listening oh man i hope you like honestly reconsider if you if you believe in life if you believe in like humanity like what's good for people and yourself really really think about what you're experiencing right now start listening to what trump is saying don't like let your like challenge yourself like honestly challenge yourself to see if you could do it like see if you could do it to be able to like question what he is saying ask a question to someone if you're a trump supporter ask a question to someone even if you think you don't believe in what like just ask a question to ask a question because you know you have every right to do that right so question against what some what something that trump has said that everyone believes to be true question it and try to keep questioning it just so you can understand exactly what is is implied and if you already simply know and you're flat out racist then you're aligning yourself with someone who doesn't value life and that is again a very dangerous individual you have to be able to value life no one wants to say you're not a good person but when you're not being a good person <laughs> question yourself let yourself be wrong it's okay let yourself be wrong i'm wrong all the time but i admit it this even applies to people who even on our side of things we have people who <laughs> somehow detached well that's what we call privilege i guess but detached the fact that they lose touch with respecting humanity and what's good for everyone else is is good for you like in a sense when we're talking about equality, you have to care about people. The question, just to see, and then understand the reaction. If you don't think you can ask a question, then you are being controlled. That is codependency. It means you can't think for yourself. Why do you want to be someone who can't think for yourself? Because that's how it is being experienced on this end. He's completely removed your freedom of speech. All the things that you get to enjoy in life, that's our world. That's the culture of things that you're experiencing and being fed by the people who won't let you think. So they can keep you not thinking. <laughs> Sorry, dude, but I'm a grown ass woman. I think for myself. And that's why I know it's good for me. And I know why, um, for a lot of people, it's good for them, but it could also be this good for you. But we can't get there because this is a very extreme version of not thinking for yourself, not being able to, when you're aligning yourself to a political stance that is cultivating all of these very dangerous, dangerous things that are happening in the world and in our country. The sheer violence on human beings. You can't think for yourself, you're not gonna see that. And that's not okay, it's not okay because it could very well happen to you if you so much as question anything, and you know that. So start questioning, receive that reaction. You're gonna get the same reaction. That can't even amount to like an ounce of what's being experienced from you onto us. That is what we are experiencing, but amplified to the most disrespectful level. See how quickly that feeling will relate. 
So on November 3rd, what you're writing down on that ballot could really solidify where the name you attribute you, yourself to, how much that's controlling you, and how much that's equating to sheer disrespect of lives out here, you will be aligning yourself with something like that. So that means your decision very much means that you are saying, hey, I believe in what this person is telling me to do, and this person is telling me to disrespect you to the point where your life depends on it, but I'm not going to pay attention to that because I'm just gonna keep listening to what they're saying and repeating everything the same thing, everything. Do you notice that Biden doesn't have a phrase? No other candidate really had a phrase. Feel the burn hardly equates to make America great again. That is called propaganda. So at that point, you're solidifying exactly what you're standing for. And that'll really put the limit over where we stand as that. That is why we're at a level of labeling you as Trumpers, because clearly it stands for something so malicious. November 3rd. Really think about it, dudes.